0: welcome to the podcast where we put pros over bros as we should i'm jessica i'm Allie. i'm keely and i'm brianna and this month we read writers and lovers a novel by lily king yeah (laughs) i'm curious had any of y'all like heard of or read any lily king before no Mm -hmm.
1: no i only heard of her whenever i got the book and it said author of euphoria yeah. yeah, is that the TV show
0: or no? I feel like no, but I'm I can't say for sure.
2: Oh, I felt say. like yes, but I don't know. Well, I googled it and like it didn't. Back, back, you're welcome. Hold up, I got you. I haven't. I don't know any of the characters in Euphoria's names. So like when I said name. the character names of Euphoria, the book, I was like, yeah. oh, I can't tell if this is the same. I don't know why I looked it up.
1: Yeah, I was like, I know Zendaya, isn't it? <laughs> that's all I know.
2: Yeah. I know there's a Cassie. Because people hate Cassie. And that's it. Oh no, it's not the same thing.
0: I kind of figured it wasn't.
2: It would be a very different
0: vibe.
3: Anthropologist Andrew Banson I won't read it all, but yeah, it's placed in Guinea. So
0: Okay. Well, this was actually a listener slash follower recommendation. So if Mm -hmm. you have any recommendations for us, please DM us comment on our Instagram posts um text us whatever we we are kind of hitting a lull I feel like on books we have planning for the pod so not me <laughs> not I'm conflicted time but we have some blank spaces so whose name are we going to write you know
2: cuz we have a blank space and we'll write your name
0: right that is the reference i was making <laughs> thank you for reiterating air tour <laughs>
2: this this podcast is sponsored we wish
0: okay so i'm gonna read i okay i didn't find a book synopsis because i forgot until this moment that we started recording and by recording i mean since we got on the team's call and yes that was an hour and 45 minutes ago (laughs) so i could have looked one up but i was just we were chatting besties chat so Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna read the summary of the book, like from the book. And then if there's any, um, no, we're not gonna pause. I'm rolling with it.
1: The one on Goodreads is a little bit more in depth than the one on the book, at least on the back of my book, if you wanna go there. I'm
0: just, Fresh. I'm committing to the, I'm committing right now okay. to what I've got going. And then if I there's any you. like missing elements, we'll just speak to them sure so this is called this is called flying by the seat of our pants
3: Mm -hmm. a novel
0: a novel by jessica blindsided by her mother's sudden death and wrecked by a recent love affair casey peabody has arrived in cambridge massachusetts in the summer of 1997 without a plan her mail consists of wedding invitations and final notices from debt collectors a former child golf prodigy, she now waits tables in Harvard Square and rents a tiny, moldy room at the side of a garage where she works in the novel she's been writing for six years. At 31, Casey is still clutching on to something nearly <laughs> all her old friends have let go of, the determination to live a creative life. When she falls for two very different men at the same time, her world fractures even more. Casey's fight to fulfill her ambitions and balance the conflicting demands of art and life is challenged in ways that push her to the brink. Writers and Lovers follows Casey in the last days of a long youth, a time when every element of her life comes to a crisis. Written with King's trademark humor, heart and intelligence, Writers and Lovers is a transfixing novel that explores the artistic passion, ambition, and the terrifying and exhilarating leap between the end of one phase of life and the beginning of another. So, yeah, i don't really feel like there's anything else that needs to be added other than mm. plot sorry I mean, I'm spoiler alert public. her she writes her book she sends it to an editor she sends it to quite a few editors and a brand new one picks it up which is really sweet and sells the book for her and it like solves all of her debt problems at the end she picks a man silas um Thanks what God. other like spoilers Um,
2: she's a (laughs) crybaby. Oh, opinion. That's an opinion. (laughs) opinion. There's a whole paragraph on why she's just sad and she looks at the mirror and is like, I'm so sad. And now this is making me sad. And my eyes are now sadder and I'm splashing water on my face because I'm so sad. And I was like, lovely.
0: All right. Well, since you're (laughs) already gonna start talking, Allie (laughs) wasn't gonna start with you, but you can give us your stars first
2: yeah, so i I was gonna solidly give this book a two. Um, but I did prefer the ending. I thought it finally picked up um when she stopped like being, I'm so sad. like when she finished her book, I feel like the writer also decided to finish the book. Um And so then that's when it like started moving. So I w- I don't want to rank it two point five because it's not gonna be three stars on Goodreads for me. Because it's not the same level of enjoyment, if as like my other three star ranks on Goodreads, so it's a two point four. Because it bumped up, the ending did get better, and I'm happy about the ending getting better. But I would have DNF'd this book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I'm a hater. Sorry.
0: That's okay. This is a safe space for haters. Haters, (laughs) writers, and lovers. I
2: also hate poetry. Like, I understand the thought of poetry, and I can appreciate it literarily. Like, it's – I understand there's a market for it. I am not the market. So, reading about someone who wants to do poetry and, like, then someone who wants to write. No, like, Luke at the beginning. Like, it really just put me off. And then also, like, the whole luke being married still it's just i was like girl i don't know why you're so sad about this boy either like you guys were barely together so i don't i didn't feel like there was a huge heartbreak but i'm just cold so <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay all right so let's pop on over to keely
3: so um i'm gonna
2: give this book a th- <laughs> <You're> giggling <laughs> I just I hated it so much, but I, I think I'm alone. So I'm just waiting for y'all to be like alone. I loved it.
3: No, because I did not love it. Um, but I didn't also hate it. I don't know. I went back and forth with this book. I'm giving it a 3.4 because that's it. not quite a three, it's not quite a four, and I don't want to give it a three point five. Then I have to round up on Goodreads, and she does not deserve a four. Yep. So <laughs> three point four it is. Um, I enjoyed this book. I think I probably would have DNF'd it. Um, but that's a lot of books for me. I, I don't think I would have finished it if not for the book club, (laughs) but, um, but then once I, like, like Allie said, like once I got into it, it was a little bit more entertaining. I also was like, reading the book where it's actually is placed, like literally like the bridge that she's talking about. <sighs> I was like, hey, well, I'm on the train right now and then uh, yeah, she's riding her bike across the bridge. So I thought that's kind of cool. But um I don't know, I just I couldn't connect to this book very much. I felt there was a lot of disconnection in the characters and I just couldn't like, mm, like just I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It just didn't feel as like complete or, like, ho- like it, I didn't feel like I got, like, a full view of what the book really could have offered. I don't know how to explain it. It just, it felt like a 90s movie that, you know, I'm going to watch it to pass the time. And I won't hate it, but I'm not going to, like, watch it again. So, yeah. That's mine.
0: <laughs> cool. Thanks so mm-hmm. much for sharing. Brianna?
1: So, for me... Like just going off what you just said about um, it being a movie, I feel like I would have watched the movie, um, but it would have been like one of those movies that wins all the awards that like isn't actually that good. <laughs> yes. um, I was like forty percent of the way in, and I was like, I was just so bored. I was like, Where is this story going? Like, what is the point? What is what is happening? And there's so much detail about the random things. Like, I'm sorry. I do not care about every detail about your deuce and your six top and
3: oh my yeah, gosh, your tails while you're
1: waving. I wish it would have sure. just been like, I'm at work and I'm working this table. And then this happens versus like every single detail. It, ugh, yeah, that was not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, once I got to that 40% mark, then it did start getting a little more interesting because then we got, you know, a little like romance in there like like enough that was like actually like grabbing my attention at least a little bit um i was definitely team oscar (laughs) um Mm. i did not like i don't know silas in my head I, i was just not getting the right vibes as i was reading um he was reminding me of the very first guy Y'all haven't read this book, but in Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, like the very first guy, it was just thinking like tall, slender, like goobery, but in the worst way, (laughs) like just like, I don't know, like gray skin. (laughs) It just, he just wasn't sounding cute to me. And then she kept being like his broken crooked tooth. And I was like, what? (laughs) Like, it just wasn't hitting for me until we got to the leather jacket. And then I was like,
0: hmm. Okay. Oh, you guys, the leather jacket was giving me the ick. Oh no way. Hello.
2: Yeah, awesome. all um, the guys yeah. gave me the ick.
1: Yeah, yeah, all the stuff. Thing, all I was true. I was team Oscar until the end and then I felt like it was so against his personality like how that whole thing ended. And he was like, probably the youngest kiss
2: to, or lips I'll ever kiss. And she's like, I doubt that. that and he was laughed. so
0: icky. I felt like it was, was so, so out crazy. of character.
2: I felt like it, it had also, red I... flags the whole time. And I picked up on that ickiness and the inconsistency and the jealousy and status that he was looking for. He like, I hated him the whole time.
1: Okay, well, this is my moment, not yours, Ellie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> True.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, like I, I thought he was just like... S- I just loved him until I really didn't. I was just so confused. Like I said, it was just so out of character. I didn't like when he was like whining before the bookstore, but I also felt like it made sense. Like I didn't think his feelings were invalid. I just didn't like it. I didn't support it. Um, So anyways, I was really teetering between a two and a three. I was having a really hard time deciding. I'm still having a hard time deciding
2: two point five, and
1: but i think i'm gonna go with two because um it took me like so long to even find any enjoyment in it um and i just thought casey was pretty annoying too like there is no characters that i particularly liked um except for jasper and john obviously mm-hmm. um and harry and Muriel. Very, yeah. But yeah, there was just so many things going on in the book that I thought were unnecessary. Like, and were just, it was just too too detailed for my taste. It, and I also think I am not reading it in a good season of, like, like, the weather season. Like, I feel like if I had read this in the fall or the winter, I may have liked it a little bit more. But I'm into my, like, beachy fun summer reads right now. And that was, this is not that.
2: Hmm. Mm-hmm. I do feel that way. I I love like a good beach, like lighthearted book in the summer. I don't. Yeah, I think in a different season it probably would have hit a little differently. Like if it was kind of rainy. Yeah,
1: I do think that there are a lot of elements of this book that were like very deep,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I just wasn't in the in the mindset for them at the moment.
0: Yeah. So a lot of things you just said, Brianna, are like straight from my brain. So. I don't really need to talk a long time about it, but I I actually kind of flip-flopped for the last few hours I finished this last night. I've been flip-flopping between a 3 and a 4. Um, honestly, like, if I weren't into whole numbers for ratings, I would probably also give it a 3.4. Um, I, Yeah. Beginning I really struggled to get into because I was reading it by the pool. I also was reading it like way far in advance because I had forgotten I don't remember why, but I like didn't have a book and I didn't have one on my Kindle yet from the from Libby. So I was like, well the only book I haven't read that I own is Riders and Lovers. So I took it, I read maybe 25% of it, and I was hating it by the pool. Bad vibes by the pool. Um, I was so bored. Really didn't like it. And then I took a couple weeks off of reading it. I got other books on my Kindle, went on my trip, and forgot most of the beginning. So I really, going to be honest, like I won't be able to speak to a lot of the beginning unless you remind me what happened. Um, but Bunch I don't think that much thing. happened in the beginning. Yeah. Um, Crying. Her mom yeah. died. Well, we yeah, broke I
1: was. She yeah, was yeah. riding in a cabin.
0: Brianna, this is my time. Period. <laughs> <laughs> <Here> he <is. laughs>
1: it's a feisty pod today, y'all.
3: <laughs>
0: um, just to sum it up, there were parts of it I thought were um very well written, and I thought the um, the like description of the bees, yes, and the anxiety. I thought I thought it was really. A yeah. good way to describe it, like bees versus butterflies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and the way she, it was like starting to overtake her, like as she was getting closer to Oscar and like becoming more part of his life. I thought that was really interesting because I also was Team Oscar at the beginning. Um, personally, I love a man in a suit who seems to have his life together. So I think that's, to me, I was like, Silas doesn't have his life together, but I had also forgotten that he. Like did have a full time job. I thought he was just just a writer. Yes, yeah, me too. When I picked mm-hmm. up the second part, and when I picked up, um, put picked the book back up. So I was like, not team Silas. I didn't like that he just left, but obviously, like we find out more about that later. Um, so I had written Silas off pretty early because I liked the idea of the guy who had it had his life together.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. But then once he had his freak out outside of or before the reading and the way she described the freak out, I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, either you're overreacting a little bit or like this is a little toxic. And then my antenna went up and, of course, it became a little more apparent from there. But I did. I was not picking up any red flags other than like he has kids and that stuff. (laughs) Um, I just thought like that. I love you pretty soon
2: was a little bit. So I also quick.
0: thought I also thought it was quick. He definitely did seem to be a bit of a love bummer. But, yeah, again, I was just kind of breezing by it, like, trying to figure out where the book was going. So, I don't know if I already said this, but three stars. Last night, I was kind of on the verge of giving it four stars. So, my um, Goodreads review is a four star. But upon further reflection, I'm just going to settle for 3 Mm-hmm. So, let's move on to our content ratings. Spice, I feel like, was a pretty fat zero.
2: Yeah, they did a lot of fade to black things. The only thing she really went in detail was that his fingernails were sharp. Yeah. That's (laughs) not very nice. I feel like... um, (laughs) Yeah, I hated that.
1: Yeah. It came on strong at the beginning. I thought it was going to go that way, but Mm -hmm. then it didn't. Like, literally, like, the first paragraph is like, yeah, I try not to think about you know, whatever. whatever uh, yeah. She whatever describes
2: her like horniness a lot, but not like the acts of it, yeah. which yeah. I find to be weird. I didn't like how she said horny a lot. And she said yeah. groin. Okay. I feel it in my groin, my head. to my She groin. said her nether sphere. And I, yeah, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, like there was a yeah. lot I hated
1: about the descriptive words. <laughs> yeah. So maybe a one.
0: Okay. Yeah. We can go with a one I had totally forgotten I think about that- the beginning. So I'm fine with that laughs, I would say zero. zero. okay. Tears.
1: Um one oh. I like, don't know uh, like it's hard because like the overall like the theme, like the whole story is at like leading up to the end when she's finally successful. like it is sad. like
0: mm-hmm.
1: her mom just died. She just got her heart broken, like, She's I struggling, just like, felt like,
3: really bad for her, like, situation. Like, it just yeah. seemed like she was, like, working really hard and, like, in this slump. And, like, the student loans thing stressed me out. Like, I felt for her there. She lived in this really crappy little, like, shed thing. Mm-hmm. It's like she just had nothing, <laughs> like, really, yeah. like, yeah. going for so, her. And then this whole Luke thing happened and finds out he's married. It was just, like, I felt really
1: bad for her.
2: Yeah. But also, think was a sad
1: <laughs> girl. Yeah, I think just like
2: maybe one just because it's like overall like sad thing. Yeah, sad. I'm fine I, with a zero or a one because I mean the theme is sad. I just couldn't connect. So like I wasn't particularly like able to cry about it.
0: Totally. It's also
2: like I'm hard to like if the mom had died during the book, I think it would be a higher like I think I would have been more sad. I would have probably mm-hmm. cried. But because we didn't get to like know the mom and she had already died before like the book started I think that helped take it down but I'm good with the one because it is a sad premise and like probably people do cry yeah about it
0: yeah I will say I like when she there was one moment I think it was after I don't remember but she was going back to her apartment shed thing and she was like, I feel so happy I'm going to call my mom. And then when she said, oh, like, yeah. no, but I can't because she's dead. That one hit me a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that was I call was my
3: very mom blunt.
0: All the time. And I feel like when my mom um, dies, even though I told her she's not allowed to, mm-hmm. um, I feel like that's going to be me. I feel like I'm going to have a lot of moments where I'm like, oh, I need to call my mom and tell her this. And then like obviously can't. So yeah. that one did kind of make me like, "Ooh."
1: Mm -hmm,
3: Yeah,
0: didn't shed any tears obviously like it wasn't really that type of book but I definitely feel like I went on an emotional journey with Mm -hmm. it was weird because it was like it was simultaneously like sad you really feel for her but she she almost approaches her own scenarios with apathy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I almost felt similarly detached from her pains but I was still feeling Kind of those pains. Yeah. You know, it was very interesting the way this book made me feel. So I'm mm-hmm. happy with. I'm fine with one tier. Um, cool. Mystery?
3: Zero. Zero.
0: Zero. I feel like the whole mystery of this book is like. What's the purpose? <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: what that's is this true? five.
0: <laughs> but I was like. Is this for predictability? Well I would say. I kind of <laughs> want to give mystery like a one or two. Just for the sake of. Where is this going? Like, the predictability was there. Like, we knew she was going to sell the book. We knew it was going to work out. Um, I feel like I didn't know that.
3: I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, what is going like like
0: it, on? I felt like after all of that, we had to have at least one win. So, I okay, we're talking about predictability. Mystery, personally, I want to give it a one or two. What do you all think about that? <laughs>
2: I think mystery makes me think of, like, you as a reader are put in a, like, mysterious, gotta figure something out way. But I understand what you're saying about how you're viewing mystery.
0: But so. I also don't feel like that's how we've been approaching mystery in the past.
2: Yeah, I feel like one is fine. hmm Because, yeah, it was like, where is this book going?
0: Yeah. I was constantly in
2: question. My mystery was, why am I reading this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, obviously from the book club because I picked it. That's why.
2: <laughs> I picked a dud before this, so it's okay. I get what the pain. What did you pick? And Inha- well, Brianna liked it a lot, but Inheritance Games was a dud for you guys.
0: Was I it? I it? I liked it. I, oh,
2: second, I thought y'all like hated like or it or for some reason.
0: I read oh. the second. What was the
2: last one? Oh, over? you did.
0: That was Brianna. Yeah, it was like a. It was a pretty average like response rate, but. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a we haven't I had was an disappointed. On, we haven't had an on podcast bed since all
2: the white. Oh, true. Anthony, I saw someone come onto the plane with that book and I saw where her bookmark was and it was like maybe 100 pages in and I wanted so bad to say stop reading it. It's not worth it. But I feel like that's so rude. And <laughs> he like, I like loved that book. Don't
0: hate. I, no, now. I
2: was also like a high scorer of the book, but I also, like I listened to it. On audiobook like I did different versions of it so I had a hard copy a Kindle copy and an audiobook because it was so hard for me to like keep straight without hearing the names like I couldn't mm-hmm. think of anything if I didn't hear it and it took me a while but I will say
1: as I was teetering between two and three for this book for like my stars I was thinking like okay well I gave all the light I cannot see three and I gave one in Rome three and I definitely didn't like this as much as either one of those two books. Oh <laughs> Well, there you go yeah well, that gives you a good like yeah yeah I thought I'd given all the light we cannot see two but I gave it three
2: yeah I think um with this like that's what got me too is I've read a lot of books I put as a three star but I remember enjoying those books they just weren't like of any substance so I gave it a three um and this definitely was not something I enjoyed so
0: <laughs> okay, okay okay sorry okay. back to cheese <laughs> I don't even think we had gotten to cheese yet, so I don't think this book was very cheesy. No, I don't think so either. So I'm kind of feeling so. like, like a zero. Kind of like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so <laughs> so level. Such a it, okay. Oh, this is something I forgot to say, but I totally agree with you, Brianna. This book was like for people who like watching film. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like highbrow, very mm-hmm. artsy and thoughtful. mm Hmm. Like okay. I completely Enneagram agree.
2: Fours. I'm Enneagram not the target fours. audience.
0: Okay, you guys but I both can appreciate spoke at the is. same time. What did you say, Brianna? I said
1: like Enneagrams four and five. Yes. Yeah.
0: I did rec- I I have already recommended this to two Enneagram 4s. So we'll see if they ever read it. But I actually yeah. think they would really like it, at least I'm pretty confident one would. I'm not sure about the other. But anyway. Um predictability I thought it was probably like a two because I felt it was obvious that we were going to get some kind of relief from all the tension like yeah, the book selling I... and then I wasn't I, I was so unaware of Silas's importance to the story I'm going to be honest so I didn't predict mm-hmm. that they were going to nope, get same. back together Um, but I figured she'd end up with a book
2: I would say I thought it was a one. I do think um, after Muriel read the book that I thought it would get picked up. I didn't think it would solve all her problems magically. I'm kind of shocked that that happened because normally um, you don't get offered that much, especially if it's like your first work because they want to see if it's not just a dud because the editors will keep you around in like the publishing house or whatever will keep you around. Right. So they don't normally give as much for the first book. Um, it was also and then,
0: 1997.
2: Uh, yeah, I also, like, did not read the back of the book. So I was really shocked when the whole Diana stuff came about. I was like, what? We're in the 90s? <laughs> like, I think that's one of my questions. I was like, did y'all know we're in the 90s?
0: Yeah, when I saw <laughs> you write that, I was – I literally smiled out loud because I read it in the description of the book. It's
2: like when I opened the book, it went in Rome, and I was like, this isn't Italy. <laughs> Yeah, I the, the very my front page of the like, or the very back of the book says Rome, Kentucky. <laughs> Did I read that? Yeah. No, <laughs> I just picked it up and I bought it right. before Brianna announced it. So like I had picked that book before thinking it was Italy. Didn't even look at it. I liked the cover.
0: Yeah. Okay. So predictability, okay. I think one, is that what we're saying? Yeah, I'm good yeah. at least holding one. up a one.
1: Cause I felt yeah. like I knew, I felt like she was going to end up with a man I didn't know which man. At the very beginning I was like, ooh, are we gonna get enemies to lovers? She's gonna end up with Adam. Yeah, that definitely did not happen. Oh <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
0: That whole that whole thing took me by surprise.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. still
0: just like what? I I was also like, What is the point? What's happening? <laughs> like yeah. so where are we, we going, going I was now? Like, what is the point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to our cues. Um, We're not gonna start with Allie since she feels so (laughs) negatively today about this. I'm just kidding.
2: Um, No, no, it's real.
0: You have my full support to bash the book. I don't care. Um, Let's start with Keely. I have one
3: question and one question only and it is about the geese. (laughs) Uh, How did you feel about her use of geese in the book? Did you find it confusing? Like kind of like what? Random? Or did you find it insightful? Like a sort of tool to blah, blah, blah.
0: I, okay, this could be totally in my head. So one of the fours that I recommended this book to is really into poetry. Mm -hmm. And specifically Mary Oliver, I think is the woman who has a poem, I think, called "Wild Geese," or something <laughs> like that. Like, if somebody, I can, I can back check while someone else talks, in a second. But I was wondering if this whole geese theme was like alluding to that poem, and like the the theme in the poem of because it. it's like, okay, let me look up the poem. Y'all talk about this for a second, and I'll look it up.
1: Okay, okay I have and- to start by saying I hate geese
3: they're the worst
1: i'm gonna follow up follow that up with i was very confused even when i finished it like why the geese are like on the like inside cover you know Mm -hmm. i was like i feel like she talked about you know going to see the geese and then you know the ashes in the geese was interesting to me like her watching the geese eat her mom's ashes um I don't have many thoughts. I'm sorry. Other than, I think I maybe just am not getting it because again, mm-hmm. I, I'm in my light beach read phase right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about that, but I was. I like. I thought it was
0: sweet and also weird. The geese. Mm-hmm. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me read you this poem. Sorry, Ali, you talk, and no, then I'll good. read the poem. But I really you think it 1st You're good. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. No, so, you're good wild geese by mary oliver like man am i good i really guessed all that from memory um (laughs) so it says you do not have to be good you do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting for only nope you only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves tell me about despair yours and i will tell you mine meanwhile the world goes on Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination. Calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over announcing your place in the family of things. So, to me... love
1: loving the poem. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: I feel like... She could have mentioned that.
0: Well, maybe she wanted it to be this, like, thing. And honestly, I don't even know if Mary Oliver had written it yet when this was written. Or if, like, the setting, in the setting, Mary Oliver may not have written it yet. I don't know any of those timeline details. But to Mm -hmm. me, as every time she came back to the geese, I was like, this is that Mary Oliver poem. Like, I think they, I think it was inspired by the poem.
2: Yeah, But I, I could be wrong. <laughs> so I will give a little backstory, like a tiny spin thing. Like I remember in 11th grade English, they asked me like, what do you think this means? And I was like, I think it's this. And they're like, but that's what it literally is. Like, what is the meaning? I'm like, I don't like <laughs> really – I'm not the person who's going to look deeper in it. So like I thought the geese – did when it came back again like I and it kept reoccurring I did think that it had a bigger picture and I assumed it was most likely like the geese will leave just like people come and go but they can return and it might be a different form or a different like goose itself or geese itself or whatever but like that is something that continues and it shows like the progression. Um, I don't like to have to think about like what those things are. So that's why I'm, I just know I'm not the intended person. I think it's a metaphor and I think people will think that this book is really beautiful because there's a lot of like hidden metaphors, a lot of descriptive writing. It feels like a book that is just an extended poem with Mm -hmm. all the descriptors, the feelings, but that's not like what I enjoy reading. But I do think the, geese like are yeah. a good metaphor and I think someone will appreciate the geese
1: <laughs> yeah I love, well, I love poetry but I did not get the vibes that this book was like an extended poem but that's an interesting thought Well, the yeah I mean
2: there's novel like aspects I think it's just the descriptive flowery writings felt very poetic in certain aspects but she, I do yeah she wrote like
3: really short sentences did anybody yeah. else noticed that and was kind of annoyed yeah
0: like oh I wasn't annoyed it was just very there were moments where she was like very matter-of-fact
3: yeah it's just like Mm -hmm." forward
0: like she would say something 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 and then the bees were back yeah
3: well okay so the reason I asked that question is because when I looked in the back of the book for questions because I have a hard time coming up with questions sometimes um and I didn't this isn't the exact question that was in the back of the book but it was like kind of in the same vein of like what's all this geese stuff about Um, and I did not like find anything deeper in it. Like I was trying to, but I'm also like you, Allie, like I just don't want to (laughs) like, I Mm -hmm. I just like, it doesn't come naturally to me to be like, okay, well let's examine this and see what the metaphor is and what the deeper meaning is. Like I just couldn't, Mm -hmm. but it kept coming up. So I was like, okay, well this is just a Boston thing because freaking geese are everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is an interesting thing that she's bringing up because they're gross and they're mean, which she does talk <laughs> about in the book. So at the beginning, like when she first mentions the geese, I was like, this is accurate. I like this. <laughs> but <then> she <laughs> kept bringing it up. And I was like, what's with the freaking geese? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then the I remember geese. like looking at the back of the book and seeing like the little geese on the last page because I was like okay how many more pages I be?
1: thought that was so, so cute Just I thought it was too but I was also like
3: wha- why? what why what is the is the geese like the, this whole like the point of this book I I don't think so but that's an interesting choice for the last page graphic Yeah. so mm-hmm. um, I'm glad to know I'm not alone in this whole geese thing <laughs> like yeah. what, mm-hmm. what
0: I'm really gonna commit to my Mary Oliver thing I did look up dates yes yeah, so Mary Oliver published it in 2004 and this book was written in 2020, so, or published in 2020. So, like, she couldn't have said anything about Mary Oliver's poem in 1997. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the poem wasn't out yet.
3: I think that's an uncool connection, though, that you made. Like, I think yeah. that it's...
0: It's literally just because of this one friend. Like, she, it's her favorite poem. And so I just happened to know of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this book made me think so much of her. Then I was like, I, this has got to be connected somehow. So I really should have read it, read the poem before the podcast. I could come prepared with all this information versus stop, let me look something up. But
2: no, the I theme love of it. this
0: podcast for me is I'm not prepared.
2: <laughs> I love real. the authenticity.
0: Yeah, I'm so authentic. Okay, so next let's pop on over to Allie.
2: Okay, so... My question was, did you realize this book was set in the 90s before the <laughs> Diana information? I feel like the book, um, well, spoiler, the back cover said it was, so like that's whatever. But nothing really jumped out, like 90s style, 90s vibe. But Bef- besides the fact she doesn't have, like, mention a cell phone, she talks about her home phone voicemails and like work. I just assumed because she's broke, um, but like. Does the year make you feel differently or does it help, hurt, did it add anything to the story? I don't, like, aside from the Diana stuff, it didn't
3: feel like it was a 90s book, really. Mm -hmm. I think I just, I read the cover or the back cover, so I knew, oh, it's 1997. So I had that in the back of my head the whole time. Mm -hmm. But really the only, like, thing that made me think of that was the Diana stuff and then... I feel like there was one other thing that I was like oh that's so 90s but I can't remember but so anyway I did know but it didn't feel like it was a 90s book like it could have very well been a book a Mm -hmm. today book if the Diana stuff wasn't in it
1: yeah retweet that's all I have to say
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think um The only thing that really stuck out to me about being kind of 90s was The Electric Typewriter.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm. I did think that was weird. Because when I I had put
0: the book down and I didn't pick it up for a couple weeks, I had forgotten it was set in the 90s. So then I started reading shortly before that part. And when I got there, I was like, what? And then then I remembered it was in the 90s. So I thought, okay. And then it all made more sense why, like, people were calling her at work and...
2: Yeah. so oh, I that, I just thought it was weird. like I was like strange and moved on like the calling
1: her at work like took me back to my childhood like calling
2: my mom at the hair salon. Can I talk to Lisa? Yeah <laughs> see, I still do that so I was kind of like weird. okay, whatever because I used to call my mom um if she wouldn't answer and it was like important. I would call her office number and then I would get transferred if she didn't answer in time to like the front area of the base and I would just be like, is Tammy there? And they're like, who's calling I'm Like her daughter. And so it just was like pretty standard. So I kind of was like, yeah, normal. It's a Tuesday. Yeah.
0: I did think some of her, some of Casey's like thoughts on, man, this is such an unformed thought that I'm trying to get out right now, but her thoughts on like the male, female relationship. Like or dynamic, not relationship. I thought that was interesting, specifically when she described Oscar after he was like having his mini freak out before the thing. Mm-hmm. And oh, and then after like the friend, his friend met up with them, and he was like, "Oh, I never could have been with her because she was like all these things." I thought Casey saw so th- so clearly through his um, male BS. And I was just Mm -hmm. proud of her because, like, I don't know that that was super commonly thought in the 90s or perceived in the 90s. Yeah. And then also how, like, some thoughts she had on how women are raised versus men and the different dynamic. And so I was like, it's kind of slate for the 90s, Mm -hmm, (laughs) which now that I know it was written in 2020 makes sense, I guess. But... I did also feel like
1: Casey was pretty judgmental. So I did wonder if in that scene that you just mentioned if she was just like annoyed with him, so she was just like saying that. Even though I mean, yeah, part of me thinks she was true. But like I don't want to. I just wanted to think Oscar was sweetie until the very end. And now I'm like, man, she probably was true. Yeah, (laughs)
0: probably Mm -hmm. was right. Yeah, I mentioned this earlier, but that was a turning point for me with Oscar. When he did that, I was initially like uh maybe he just needed a moment like people are allowed to have a moment to panic I feel yeah I'm with you but then when she described it a little further in depth I was like okay wait you're kind of right girly and then the more we went on the more I saw what she was like pointing out so yeah okay B, what's your cues oh Oh, wait
2: sorry I had one more more. oh Um, sorry Allie I'm so sorry um did you find your opinion about the book in general changing as it progressed i think we've all pretty much answered like yes but what changed and why
1: i was just bored until i wasn't once the romance started Mm -hmm. being there a little bit yeah that just like helped me think like okay now maybe like this is a way that the story might go because like like i said the whole time i was like what is the purpose like where is this going Even really after the romance started, I was kind of like, where is it going? But at least it gave, like, a slight direction Mm -hmm. for me. Retweet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I feel like when... So I read most of this book walking on the treadmill. So when Oscar showed up in the restaurant and then was, you know, being intentional or in hindsight a little creepy... (laughs) um, I was like smiling out loud on the treadmill and I feel like things, That was a turning point. I I thought maybe I can like this book. (laughs) Maybe it's not so boring and aimless, but you know, it's just fun to have a crush. So I felt like I had a crush on Oscar for her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that gave me hope for the rest of the book. (laughs) And then obviously things took a turn when Oscar wasn't who I thought he was going to be. Um, then when she, like, when Muriel, when Muriel read the book and loved it, things started picking up again for me. I was getting hopeful mm-hmm. and excited mm-hmm. for Casey, and I was like, okay, maybe this book is going to be a huge success, whatever. Um, and then at the end, when she was at the Writers' Festival and was getting the offers, I was like, yay! You know, so... Feelings mm. did change, and those were kind mm. of the, the key points of, like, things finally starting to look up. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. when I actually felt positively about the book.
3: Yeah, at the end, when she was, like, she got the teacher job, her book, and all that stuff, like, I was, like, like genuinely, like, oh, it's so good for her. Like, I was, like, so happy at the end, you know, because, yeah. I mean, it dragged for a while for me. But, yeah, when the Oscar guy came in, and that kind of picked things up. But at the very end, I was just, like, oh, yay. yeah, Yeah things are put getting better. Like, all the pieces are coming together.
2: Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I think it changed. Like, I don't... I liked the ending of the book. I think it made sense. I do... I did think it was probably not going to end as happy as it did because that just felt very, like, writer to me. Like, if it didn't end up super happy, like, it just ended, like, normal. Um, yeah. Because I felt like the book was a very, like, normal depiction of a of a life Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, so I just was thinking it might end normally, but I liked when they finally got into some character development and like more things than just waitressing. Yeah. Um, I think that helped the book. Yeah,
0: totally. All right, Brianna.
2: All right.
1: I would like to start with a classic. Who's your favorite character and why?
0: I can go first. Y'all
1: okay. seem to oh. be. Think- <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, if you're you go ready.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I am ready. So but you go, girl. I my favorite character favorite character was Muriel, um or Jasper slash John. Obviously, they were just so precious. But Muriel, mm-hmm. I just felt was such a good supporter and encourager, and I think that's exactly what Casey needed. And I think think Muriel also went above and beyond what friendship requires or demands Mm -hmm. to be there for her friend who needed her. And that's all. When her and Harry showed up at the doctor's appointment.
2: Yes. Mm -hmm. So sweet. Yeah. So. I liked Jasper and uh, Silas as like hindsight. I really see his intentionality now i like jasper i think he was really good for her healing because he didn't really have a lot of memories of his mom and like talking through that when uh she was watching them i thought was a really good moment in the book and i thought it was special i thought he brought some lightheartedness to every conversation which was nice um I didn't really feel that way about John, but I didn't, like, feel negatively towards him. I just – he wasn't as cute and, like, as necessary to the plot, I felt like, as Jasper was in those moments. Um, I really liked Silas when he, like, explained what he was doing. I think from her point of view, it was frustrating when he didn't call her back and stuff. Mm -hmm. But he had – like seeing the picture on the fridge and so he's like oh this is why and like i'm gonna get the hint and so i thought it was respectful he backed off i thought it was respectful that even though he was hurt by her he still cared enough to remember her appointment and also call to make sure she was okay um i think that showed like a good character trait of him i didn't like him in the beginning though because he just gave the same vibes as luke the original guy and i really did not like him Um, And so then I had a hard time like distinguishing them as two separate people since they're both writers, both like seem tall, lanky and icky. Um, But I really did like Silas at the end of the book. I thought he was a good person.
3: Yeah, I'll echo a lot of what y'all already said. Um, I liked Muriel. I thought she was a really solid character, Um, a really good friend to Casey um and the I just liked like so, like the line where she like calls and is like I loved it I loved it so much like that was just so so sweet cuz I like they like Casey was so like stressed out and nervous about it and was like you know sick because she just was so scared that she wouldn't like it cuz Muriel was accomplished so I really liked that part. Um and then Silas who honestly forgot about him for a little bit didn't really think he played a significant part like I was kind of like Oh, okay, she's going to end up with this guy. Cool. Okay, whatever. But like like Allie said, like hindsight, like looking back at the very end of the book, I think that was good choice on Casey. And I really liked, yeah, when he called and he was like, how did it go? Like nobody would have expected him to remember that. But the fact that he did and he like cared so much was really sweet. But also the fact that he like set up a boundary because she was like wanting to kind of Re like go back and start dating again. He's like, No, nah, I'm not trying to get like tangled up and all that because he didn't know that they broke up, Casey and Oscar. He's like, nah, nah, I'm not doing that. So I thought that was kind of cool too. But yeah, so Muriel and Silas
0: also loved Silas's personal boundaries. Got respected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes.
1: Silas definitely grew on me. Like I said from the beginning, I was, <laughs> was not it for me. Um, But yeah, he grew on me, but I don't really feel like i have a favorite honestly in this whole book i just kind of hated everyone (laughs) 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 i think the hard part is that i like disliked casey so much that i feel like i can't like anybody else Mm -hmm. um but like i mean i did like muriel and harry i thought they were like good friends they were sweet they were like they brought like a little bit of joy into her life same with jasper and john um, I guess I thought like John was so cutie, like at the beginning when he goes up with the money, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I, guess so cute.
1: I just thought that was so sweet and he didn't have enough money. It was just so cute. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I guess he's my favorite if I have to pick one. And I just loved imagining him in like his little bow tie and his like, <laughs> his like shirt tucked into his khaki pants when she comes over for dinner. And he's like, just like this, like prim and proper little seven year old boy. That was cute. Yeah. So I guess he was my favorite. Okay. Um, next question. And this is like, I have three questions. So please forgive me. Why do you think Casey continued to go by Casey when she felt so negatively towards her dad? And like the poem, like, for one, like the fact that her dad called her Casey after that poem, like if that's your favorite poem, that's fine. But calling her Casey because that poem is so messed up to me.
0: Yeah, and her name's I not totally even that
1: close to Casey. Like, her name is Camilla. It's not that close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why do you think totally she continued agree. to go by Casey even after like she like her relationship was estranged and she had like such negative feelings towards her dad and the poem and herself?
2: Um, as a person with like a name I don't go by, if I had a negative association with my name, like growing up or something, um. By the time she hated her dad, it was in high school and I think it was close to her senior year. So she's gone by that name for so long that it would be very hard to switch it up and change. Um, Like if I wanted to switch because I had people just straight up tell me that they would just start calling me Alex and I'm like, you can do that, but I'm not going to be able to, like, respond to you because I'm not going to know you're talking to me. Like, it's mm-hmm. so ingrained in me that my name is Allie and I didn't choose it and I do not have a say or anything and I'm happy with my name. But if I wasn't, it's so ingrained that it would feel weird, I think, to, like, change it back but I do think it's special if like people call her by her, f- her real name, if they know the reason and it's like their thing. It's kind of like how Jessica goes by Jess to her close oh, people. Gosh. Like it's an honor to call you Jess. And yeah, like, honestly, just you now know, when you
0: said Jessica, I was
2: like, who? it's the first time I've ever done that. And I, um, <laughs> it felt it weird. Felt weird. Sure. It kind of <laughs> tasted weird in my mouth. saying that.
0: <laughs> As it should. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I
2: Um, was gonna say
3: the same thing. Like, oh yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. And just like probably like, and her mom probably called her Casey. I well, I'm assuming. I mean, her brother called her that, so I think it was just like, you know, well, I'm just because one, that's what I'm used to. And two, that's what people just call me. So yeah, by the time she got to high school, which that whole, oh, that whole like figuring out her dad stuff just. It Ugh, gave me the ick. I was just well, so yeah. like disheartening.
1: I was just like, "Come on!"
3: Like
0: so messed up.
1: Yeah, I just I hated that. Oh. When he came to dinner, that made me even mad. It, oh,
0: yeah. like, it could have been a and he's, <laughs> and he's like literally trying to get her to give his now his new wife her mother's ring. I'm yeah. sorry,
2: no. Yeah. So like Mm. I read that a bunch of times because I was like the audacity and I wondered if I read it incorrectly and I'm not really sure because I read it so many times because I was just like the audacity confused me. But yeah, it made me think that it was his mother's ring that was given to Casey's mom. So I'm like, but I'm like, why now? What, like, what makes you feel like you can claim this? If you really wanted Anne to have it, you could have reached out to Casey's mom – I don't remember her name – when she was alive. Because yeah. I feel like if you would have approached it like, you left me, you cheated, this is a family thing, I really want it to stay with my person, Um, yeah. my mom gave it to you because she thought you would stay with me or whatever. Like, I think the yeah. mom would have given it. But I think he just is a piece of crap.
0: No, yeah. I totally agree. And also – not watch while we're on how horrible her dad was um first of all obviously like horrific that he was like peeping through the holes like into the girls the high school girls locker room um and on top of that the fact that he was doing it with high school boys
1: yeah and with his pants
0: unbuckled yeah yeah like Mm -hmm. so absolutely disgusting with the high school boys in the room
2: so yep. disturbing
0: no, no, no. and then they just gave him like a little retirement marty you're kidding
2: mm-hmm. it's so 90s though that makes so much more sense so too 90s. because like the teachers like i felt like i couldn't say anything which honestly i do think that that is like a thing at the time like it was just like oh boys will be boys men will be men like yeah. whatever but sweep then, it under the but rug
0: she's talking to that teacher and he's like oh I just want you to know I didn't rat him out as if she would be mad at somebody for ratting him out when I she's think the she she literally him. Yeah. she did mm-hmm. but like the fact that he assumed that she didn't want like her mm-hmm. dad to have any justice because like that's just what boys will do mm-hmm. disgusting like made me so mad so yeah yeah her dad is the absolute worst
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and I think he was with Anne at that point because they said that him and Anne got like together really quickly after so I'm like it's not like you're alone and you're sad either like there's no like oh yeah. I'm just it's just icky it's gross like and she even mentioned I could have been in there at some point and he might have yeah. seen me in the way that made her uh, feel uh, like
1: oh yeah oh gross yeah mm. so yeah. so back to the nickname thing um <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it says a lot about, like, how she views herself at the time and throughout the story. Because, like, she's so, like, down on herself, like, the whole time about Mm -hmm. literally everything. Because, like, my uncle, I have an uncle. And, like, he's, like, named after his dad. So they have the same first name. Well, my real grandpa, like, cheated on my grandma. And so, like, after that happened, my uncle was like, I'm not going to go by my name anymore I'm gonna go his name's Robert he's like I'm not gonna go by Robert I'm gonna go by Bert so then like his whole life was like Bert so like my brothers who are 8 and 10 years older than me they call him Uncle Bert well by the time I came around he went back to Uncle Robert so now like I know him as Uncle Robert but Mm -hmm. now he goes by Rob so like oh my gosh my cousin TJ in Brooklyn call him Uncle Rob and like my Aunts, like I'll call him Rob. Like everyone calls him Rob, but like I call him Uncle Robert. Like the older grandkids call him Uncle Bert. <laughs> and so, oh, yeah. like for me, it's like we, he can just, like she could have just chose, like okay, I'm gonna go by Camilla now, mm-hmm. and like instead of being like my name is Casey, like she could have just said she's gonna go by Camilla. I see like y'all's point too. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, like I said, I just was curious like, yeah. about that. Okay, and last I'll say. say-
0: wait I do want to say I feel like the case of the Roberts is more of just like different nicknames whereas like I think for her Camilla didn't feel like her name because so many people for so long had called her Casey where it's mm-hmm. not like oh I'm Jessica and some people have permission to call me Jess it's like I have a co-worker who was named well she's never going to listen to this I'll just tell you her name is Sarah, but she goes by Sally like her whole life. Her family has called her Sally. And literally today I was asking her like, would you ever just start going by Sarah for the convenience of it? Like since all your documents say Sarah, like whatever. And she was like, no, I don't even, that doesn't even feel like my name. It's not who I am. Cause like, I've only ever been called Sally. So I kind of feel like it's one thing to go from like, Robert to Bert because it's just a shortened version and then you know just like pop around with different nicknames Um, and as a girl who's had a lot of nicknames I feel like it would be fine but when it comes to like if someone just wanted to start calling me my middle name like I'm
2: not Mm. I'm not her
0: who are you talking to yeah it's like if I started going
2: by Alexandra like Allie's so different and it I was gonna Mm -hmm. be Alex but it's so different than Alexandra like I only get called that at doctor's appointments and I don't even get called the right thing because they call me Alexandria because they don't read it right
1: yeah yeah
2: I think for me
0: it's just like
1: like all the negativity around Mm -hmm. that specific name
0: oh yeah
2: I think she could have definitely that
0: was the least of her worries about her
2: dad though yeah, I think she true. could have definitely. I do wonder um if she had even like contemplated that if that was like a thing back then either. Like I don't know. I feel now a lot of people change their names, change by what they go by, um change like nicknames and it's a lot more normal now. But I yeah. feel like um oh, so Mackenzie. So my mm-hmm.
3: like one oh, of my yeah. really
2: close friends, Mackenzie, she has always gone by oh, that. Yeah. And um it's hard in law school and like as a lawyer um and all of that stuff to like go by a name that's not your legal first name so she's going by her legal first name now to some people and so it is so strange mm-hmm. like when people are like how do you know Mallory and I'm like I don't <laughs> I, know <laughs> Mackenzie. I know her alter ego <laughs> I, like, I know McKeon
1: <laughs> but- all right last question um while Casey's novel like really stressed her out um Reading and writing were also like a safe space for her and like a refuge, like on page three, um, right at the beginning, whenever Mm -hmm. she's talking to Adam and he's like, I just can't believe you would have anything to say. Um, She says, I don't write because I think I have something to say. I write because if I don't, everything feels even worse. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: where do you guys find like refuge or peace? Kind of like how Casey does in her writing and reading.
0: Like, are you asking for a place or an activity? Either
3: or. I'm going to say sleep. Because literally, like, I feel like my brain's going s- so fast some days that it's, like, that's...
1: Or, like, I guess not just, like, sleep. Like, being completely... So, like, whenever asleep. you're, like, stressed or, like, sad or, like, mad, like, where do you go to, like...
3: I up? just... I have to, like, physically put myself and, like, just, like physically rest and not like watch TV, not read, not really. I mean, sometimes I'll just look at my phone because it's a distraction. But I feel like I have to like physically lay down and like decompress if I'm stressed or whatever it is. Um there's not like an activity that I would really say. I love to say it's like exercising. That would be cool, but I'm just I'm not that person. Um, I know it works for a lot of people or, like, getting outside. I think getting outside is probably the closest that it would come to. But, like, I think I just have to physically, like, be by myself. Mm-hmm. And, like, lay down. And then, like, give myself a second to, like, not think. Yeah. And just, like, be at peace. Literally. Like, mm-hmm. nothing's going on around me.
2: So. um, For me... When I'm like super stressed or I need anything, um, I do a couple things like to like calm down or wind down. Like I do a lot of different things that take me out of the space. So if I really need to like have time to myself, I love to go into the bath. I typically will watch trashy reality TV to give me something to do. And sometimes I'll even also be reading at the same time or doing puzzle games, um, but those are like my things: the bath, and then I read a lot, and that like calms me and kind of transports me out of what I'm feeling. So it's like a disassociation thing, I think. Um, and then puzzles just really calm me, like puzzle games. So like there's a water sort game. I think I'm at like level five thousand or something crazy. Um
3: so- I also
2: love Sudoku, so I just will do that, and it'll calm me down and like make. I know it makes your brain think, but it like it makes my brain quiet almost like it gives it a focus and then it can make me sleep. Um, so I do that or I read because like it'll give me focus and purpose for like a moment and it'll calm my body.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm pretty similar to Keely, I would say. Um, for me, it's all about the vibe cultivation. I got to turn on the right lamp, slide a candle. I like to lay in bed um and re- lately I've really been realizing that the more pillows on the bed, the more comforted I feel. So <laughs> <'Cause> I like <laughs> yes. to keep some of my like daytime pillows up there so it doesn't feel like oh I'm just going to sleep, like it feels like oh I'm I'm living in luxury. So I don't know, and then I'll just watch TV which is probably not the healthiest um coping mechanism for stress or anger frustration whatever but I my brain is like a hyper processor like I'm always overthinking so I find it helpful to stop thinking about B and start watching tv instead of trying to work through it and then once I've like kind of mentally distance myself from whatever was causing me stress frustration whatever then I can think about it a little more clearly at a later
1: Mm -hmm. point in time Mm -hmm.
0: yeah
1: I mine kind of depends on the situation like if I'm stressed about my like a circumstance then I'm gonna like think through a way to fix it um or like a way to just like make it better so, like, if I'm, like, stressed about work, well, what do I need to do to make it better? And then I'm going to, like, put all my attention into, like, trying to do those things to make it better. Like, if it's time management, I'm going to be like, okay, well, then I'm just going to, like, do it right now. Or if I'm procrastinating, you know, same kind of thing, like, I'm going to do it right now. But I feel like, in general, if it's just, like, life stress, like, if I'm stressed from work in the sense of, like, I had, like, a bad class or... um like, a student cussed me out or, like, I'm angry um, or upset with, like, a family member or, you know, things like that, then I take a shower. And then I, like, like, <gasps> yeah. yeah, take a shower and just, like, let myself, like, decompress. Like, I may be having a full-on argument with the wall.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Done
1: that. I may just be, like, thinking it through my head. I may just be, like, praying the whole time I may just be like singing a song the whole time but I'm like the shower is just like such a like oh yeah feel, like so cleansing literally and metaphorically mm-hmm. um and then usually like once I take a shower I'm fine <laughs> like <laughs> anytime so fair. yeah like anytime like Garrison and I get into like a, an argument or anything like that and this has been like throughout our whole relationship I like we'll take a shower and then I come out fine and he's like okay well let's talk about it and I'm like well I'm over it now can we not
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my shower did that for me yeah <laughs>
0: yeah that's so such a good call a good like hair wash shower where you're getting mm-hmm. getting all that grease out mm-hmm. <laughs> shaving mm-hmm. the legs like once okay. you go through all of that how can you still be mad like
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good yeah.
0: 30 minutes Um, Okay, so my question is, Um, do you think that Casey's friends and their support saved her from settling into a life she didn't want, i.e. marrying or moving in with Oscar, not finishing the book, um, etc.? Or do you think she would have, like, worked it out herself either way?
2: I think it helped move it along a little bit faster than what she would have. But I think it goes back to like what you had, a, who I don't remember who said it, but why does she write like, not because she has something to say, but because she has to, I think that was, yeah, it was you Brianna. Um, and so I think she would have finished the book and I think it just would have taken longer. I think it would have like Muriel had like helped her see her worth. I think it's hard to see, um, um, From an outside point of view when you're so close it's like you've been working on this for six years and she explained really knowing the people the character she doesn't know how to write anything else Um, but then she just does and she didn't need help to push that part and then she just she just came up with a timeline and all of a sudden she had the first line and that was on her own merit so I think it's important but I do think it helped. Like some of the people helped her have closure, which I think is the really like big thing that she was needing was to find peace and closure. And I think they gave her some escapes. So I think it helped like move her along and helped her. I mean, I don't think she would have gotten the teaching job if she wasn't kind of pushed into the interview and that stuff. So I think her friends did help her. Um, but I do think that she would have like not married Oscar because she recognized the sign. She also wasn't really telling him issues. So she, I think she subconsciously did not view him as a safe place. Like he had no totally. idea about the doctor's mm-hmm. appointment and all of that stuff. And that's a really big deal. And so she couldn't talk to him. The physical connection wasn't there. So I think she wouldn't have ended up marrying him. I think his biggest selling points were his two kids and that totally. she really liked him. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm kind of with you. I feel like, um, her friends, like Muriel specifically, um, like helped encourage her on her book. Um, did she already send them out before she let Muriel read it, or Muriel read it first? Muriel, no.
2: read, it Muriel first read it first, and then okay, she yeah, got
1: so, so, I think Casey would have finished the book either way. I don't know that she would have sent it out without mm-hmm. like Muriel's like extra like encouragement and like um advice. Um, I don't think she would have ended up with Oscar because she like broke up with him either way. But I don't think she would have ended up with Silas either because I don't think she would or she I know she wouldn't have ended up at that school if Muriel, mm-hmm. Muriel wasn't her friend because Muriel's the one that got her the job interview and mm-hmm. pushed her to go and like let her, you know, didn't she like borrow her clothes and stuff. too? Mm-hmm. she Mom, went yeah. thrifting with her. Yeah, I went thrifting with her, like all that stuff. And so like there's no way she would have ended up at that job. Running into Silas and like rekindling that. So, Queen Muriel. Yeah. yeah, I would say the same thing. I feel like she's kind of like the
3: one that catapulted her in the right direction. Both, I think, like, also like finishing the book. I don't, mm-hmm. I honestly don't know if she would have finished the book without Muriel. I, th- I think it would have been a much longer time before she finished the book. I yeah. think she would have just kept pr- procrastinating, but Muriel was like, no, like, Finish, send it to me. Da, 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 da. Like, let's mm-hmm. get this. Give me going. A date. It's been six years. So, I mm-hmm. think like she really pushed her to finish it quicker than it probably would have ha- happened in- without her. And then I kind of feel like, you know, once she finished the book, then she was like, okay, I've got this under my belt. Things are happening. Okay, this Oscar guy, this isn't working. So, now let's let's fi- finish that. Like, like let, let's, let's call that off. Okay, well, now the job like okay well let's try this I think so I think the, fin- the finishing the book really like it's not like clearly laid out in the book this way but I think that really helped a lot of other things fall in line in her life um in her figuring out okay these are the steps I need to take to like get out of this pit <laughs> of totally. misery that I'm in so and Muriel I think <sighs> was one of the biggest factors in like having all of that happen eventually in the book so Mm -hmm. yeah
0: I actually don't think that I actually kind of don't think she I think she sorry I think that Casey would have settled into a life that she didn't want without the help of her friends I think Harry and Muriel like specifically Muriel but also Harry like Harry kept her going in the workspace so that like You know, she could stay above water and, like, work there long enough to finish the book. You know, had she gotten fired much sooner, I think she would have, Mm -hmm. like, had a whole different slew of issues. And had Muriel not been around, I don't know that, like, I don't think she had the community of supportive writers around her to, like, really talk through the plot points she was struggling Mm -hmm. with. And she was, like, too nervous to go to the... Yes, and she was just so filled with self-doubt and, like, um, anxiety. I, I honestly think her friend, her friendships are, like, what saved her from yeah. settling. I don't necessarily think she would have married Oscar. That was just, like, an example of something mm-hmm. she didn't really want to do. Um, but I totally agree. I don't think she would have ended up with Silas. I don't think she would have. I think she would have kept sabotaging herself if she didn't have people in her corner Mm-hmm. Yeah, pushing also, her and validating her.
2: I'm glad she didn't let Oscar read the book. Like he didn't even ask. Which also like that whole yeah. conversation. She's like, he's probably right. I was like, oh, well, that's really insensitive for your boyfriend who says he loves you to not who reads and critiques other people's work. Yeah. And like he's not even offered his services to you. Like you don't have to take him up. But the fact he hasn't offered huge red flag. But though. I do think if he would have, well, because he wanted her to read, he was so happy he read or she read his stuff, so I was like, this is weird. But I think if he would have read it and had, like, the same thoughts Muriel had, that this is a really good book, this is really deep, I think he would have been so insecure and, like, would have, like, ripped it.
0: 100%.
2: Because he would have felt like he needed to be the person in the relationship who's successful. He seems like the person to tear down good people to make sure that he's the top person like he wasn't happy for his students who have surpassed him that does show he's a good teacher yeah like that's merit in itself when your students are successful so yeah totally totally totally
1: totally i was All right, just whenever the co-worker victor ended up being a writer
2: oh yeah yeah
1: yeah i was, I was willing that he wore a cape <laughs> oh, yeah. it, 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 it like fit his personality but it was just also at the same time like at the beginning i was like who is this again
2: <laughs> the yeah. whole time i was picturing cinderella story the like guy in the cape mm. who like keeps like trying to be like super cute and he's like just not <sighs> at the time he's just wearing the cape and it's just going <laughs> so awkwardly that is such a good movie i know exactly what you're talking about
0: <laughs> he's like i'm zorro
2: i'm like okay yeah yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's, like, always in the different characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's move on to Goodreads reviews. I know we need to kind of get this wrapped up a little bit. So, Brianna, let's have you go first.
1: Would love to. I'm going to start with um, EJ's review, two stars. Truly stunned by the sea of five-star reviews this book has collected. The main character, Casey, is a melodramatic tragedy who can't get out of her own way, but also is asked out by every man she meets same I guess (laughs) 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 Um, there are some engaging parts where I was interested to see what would happen next hence the two stars rather than one but mostly those were ruined by the fact that Casey is obnoxious also this book is rife with tedious weird plot threads that seem to be thrown in for no real reason she's a golf prodigy her dad's a pervert she lived in Spain once with a random dude. Literally none of these things are of consequence to the story at large, and yet they are frequently tossed about as if that'll make her interesting. If you like any of that, any of what I mentioned above, have at it. Otherwise, I'd steer clear. <laughs> I did think it was cool that she spoke so many languages, but I agree it was kind of like that never... Yeah, every time, time I brought up Paco, the story. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Paco. And then um, Anna's review, one star... Very simply, whiners and lovers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's good. Um, All righty, Keeley.
3: Okay, so my first one is from Caitlin. It's a three-star review, and she says, maybe my actual rating is 3.5 out of 5. The book started off kind of slow, and I thought I would end up quitting about halfway through. However, at about 40%, things started to pick up, and I found myself wanting to keep reading The ending didn't really wow me, though, and I feel like things ended abruptly. This book wasn't my cup of tea, but I didn't hate it. Definitely a middle-of-the-road book for me. Definitely resonated with that. (laughs) And then my second one is from Alex, three stars. I think I like the cover more than I like what was inside, but it was still a compelling read 3.5. I remember picking up this book because just picked it, and I went to the bookstore with a friend, and I was like, oh, my God, this is such a
0: pretty book. I'm Mm -hmm. so excited. Yeah, the cover is so cute.
2: Yeah, we really can <laughs> yeah. pretty clever. All righty, Allie Pally. Okay, so I have two this time. My first one is two stars, Danielle's, and it says, this grew on me. The more the story progressed, but it was so incredibly boring. It felt like I was hearing someone's story from a friend because I wasn't invested in any of the characters and what was happening to them. It's structurally a novel, but there's literally no substance inside. I do think there is some substance inside, but for the rest of it, I agree completely. It's like what you said, Jess, kind of she has a, like, a apathy about her own story. So it it disconnects you from caring. Yeah. Um, my next one is Sheena's review. One star. I hated this. <laughs> I think I said that so many times when I first started the book. Sam's like, yeah. are you okay? I'm like, I have to keep reading. But I mean, as the book progressed, I did enjoy it more. Um, yeah. But yeah, I
1: just thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> was funny.
2: That was me with like lessons in chemistry.
1: <laughs> Anytime oh. people would be like, what are you reading? I'd be like, a book that I hate. And it did grow <laughs> me. It was still two stars, but Yeah.
2: Um, Hope has the same opinion, Jess, as you did with book lovers currently. She's like, I like the witty banter. She's like, but I am like trying so hard. And I said, oh, yikes. But at least you have a friend, Jess. I haven't read it yet, so can't can't contribute.
0: (laughs) Okay, so my review is a four star. Um, Starts off with a quote saying, I squat there and think about how you get trained early on as a woman to perceive how others are perceiving you all the great expense of what you yourself are feeling about them sometimes you mix the two up in a terrible tangle that's hard to unravel i just thought that was a good quote as well as tanya um tanya also said 3.5 rounded up to four i was expecting a very literary pretentious story about becoming a writer and was happily surprised to find a beautifully written heartfelt story about a young person just trying to find her way in the world while being overwhelmed with all the issues she's had to deal with um, I agree with that, but I do think it was a little pretentious. Tanya goes on to say, I loved the writing, honest, authentic, and personal. Casey ended up feeling like a close, intimate friend. I don't agree with that part. Some someone I like spending time with still don't agree. But this part I really agree with. And even though this is not a plot driven book, more a slice of life story, I looked forward to driving back in or diving back in every day. So yeah, it was very much like there's no real driving um, goal other than the novel that she's writing. Mm-hmm. Very much slice of life. Um, Tanya goes on to say if you enjoy quiet, introspective narratives filled with eloquent, precise observations and a vulnerable, real protagonist, then add writers and lovers to your list. I agree with mm-hmm. a lot of that. I didn't mm-hmm. like Casey as much as Tanya does, um, but I think it was well written for people who like film. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Eloquent a great way.
0: Poetry and reading.
1: Eloquent, precise observations is such a sweet way to say
0: it was too detailed. <laughs> no, precise would mean not that detailed. Like I do think. Oh, I'm thinking precise. Um, I,
2: I do back. think there was an interesting parallel with one of the writer like breakout sessions at her high school thing that she was doing where it said pick. I think it was for poetry specifically, but it was like pick details. Don't talk about the thing. Mm -hmm. Talk about the details. And I do think that Mm -hmm. that was an interesting thing she decided to add in that writer's workshop because I do think Lily King uses that a lot in her books, Um, which is an interesting tactic. I haven't really read that before. I appreciate – it's also not for me, but I appreciate like a different style and that this is a different book than I would have picked up. So happy to have read it because it broadens my – shelves
0: yeah
2: I'm thankful to
0: the listener who recommended this perhaps like in the future we can
2: recommend things a little different but I'm still thankful for the journey I went on yeah too. I I do think it's like this and all the light we cannot see like they're not books I would have picked but it's cool to kind of get out of your zone especially because I read so much of the same thing it's interesting to read something that I wouldn't have picked. That's what I've loved about book yeah. club anyways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally.
2: And I love okay. giving our listeners a variety. Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Let's cover our recent reads starting with <gasps> Keely. Okay. I finished Codename name Helene. Woo-hoo! It took
3: me.
1: was
0: <laughs> Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Wow, too I've long.
3: never and, been happier. And the girls have been so patient with me, specifically Jess.
0: <laughs> My favorite book.
3: But we're still friends and I loved the book. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, so all the we, way we cannot see. I started reading Codename Helene a little bit before that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of in this like World War II historical fiction book world um and then yeah so then i just i struggled to finish it not because i didn't like it just because it is a little bit of a dense read like i was like looking at writers and lovers and then i was looking at Codename helene and i was like this is single spaced. there's a lot of words on these page and not a lot on the writers and lovers um but it was so good it was easier to read than all the light. all the light was a little heavier oh
0: yeah much easier to read. Um,
3: but I loved it. I won't give any spoilers. I just love the ending. I loved how she finished it out. Um, yeah, so Jess and Brianna were right. Everybody go out and read it. Allie included. Did you?
0: Yeah, Allie. Allie, you're next. I will. I own it. I do I own it. I will be persistent. Right, Keely?
3: Okay. Yep.
0: How many you um, Give it, Keely. Did you, did you read the, like... Well, did your book have read. a section in the back?
3: I, I need to read it fully because I just kind of skimmed it, but it's based on a real person.
0: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The author's note in the back is really interesting. Yeah. I, don't I need always, to go back
3: and read it more thoroughly. I don't
0: always read them, but highly recommend reading it. I literally read it at your house when I visited mm-hmm. Boston that one time, Um, but I really recommend reading the author's note as well. So yep. do that. How many stars did you give it?
3: Five stars. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. 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 So that's me.
2: I read one other book. Yay.
0: I'm proud of it. Okay, you. Allie. 12.
2: One. That was great. Oh, yeah. For, is it my turn? Is that what you're saying? Sure. Take oh. it away. I'm oh, sorry. Someone said, Allie, I was trying to find my thing. My goodreads crash. Well, I was
3: saying, oh, I if read you're not one. Ready. And you
2: read probably 12. That's what I was saying.
0: Yeah. Uh, I only yeah, if you're six. not ready, yeah. Brianna can no. go yeah. just whatever. Uh, I'm, ready. I'm sorry, okay.
1: I can't
2: tell if you're ready or not. <laughs> okay, so I read The Temporary Roomie. Um, it's like the second book in um the like little friendship thing. Um, it's by Sarah Adams, who did one in Rome. It follow it's mm-hmm. very Sarah Adams. Like it's an easy read. I actually kind of liked this one. They had um an enemies to lovers vibe. And then Forks Forced Proximity because her house got like messed up. Um, So that was like I gave it three stars. Easy read. Didn't change my life. Still wouldn't read her grocery list. If you guys have listened to the podcast, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Then I read Love on the Brain by Allie Hazelwood. I really liked that one. I don't know why I put four stars on that one. I feel like it probably was a five. But I did like it less than Love Hypothesis. Um, so, maybe that's why in the moment. But, like, looking back, I really liked it. Um, I don't know. I read Punk 57. That was, like, a 2.8. So, it's rounded up to a three. 3. Um, it's pretty heavy. It's about high schoolers. It does not feel like high school subjects. It was – it's my second Penelope Douglas book I've read. I don't think she's for me. Um, but, yeah, it's a darker theme. So, and then the Fantasy League is, like, a football neighbor. Like, she's a private chef for him. And then he, like, gave off this, hate hey, survive, her vibe, but he's, like, been in love with her. So, it just was, like, this really cute, like, little lighthearted rom-com where she's just been getting the wrong signals. And then they're forced to date. And, like, then it goes through that. Gave it three stars again. Nothing to write home about. I did just have to look up the synopsis because I didn't remember it now. Mm-hmm. Um Desire or Defense is a hockey one. I really like that one. Three stars. Again, had to look it up. So it's not like super memorable. Um, yeah. And then Cruel Summer is like I read the first book. It's a Christmas one. And then this one is The Seasons of Revenge. It's like a Mean Girls kind of vibe. But like they're in the right. But they're petty. And it is spicy. It's pretty spicy. That does. It's kind of weird. Give it four stars, though. I love a good petty revenge story to, like, people who are mean. Lots of cussing, though. So So
1: I'm assuming these Cruel Summer books have nothing to do with the show on Hulu. Yes,
2: it's not. So the first one was, like, something revenge or, like, season of revenge. Okay. And it was her getting back at her ex. And then this follows a different friend in the, like, trio friend group who likes to do revenge things to people who are mean. Um, Yeah. And so this is just like a summer thing, and there are mean people. So
1: good to know, because I was thinking about reading those because I thought they were had to do with the show,
2: but now that I know that they don't. No, yeah, no. What are you reading right now? Anything? Um, I just finished *Cruel Summer*. I have downloaded um, *The Summer I've Turned Pretty*. I haven't started it yet. I just finished *Writers and Lovers* yesterday, so I. I'm not really sure what I'm going to start next. I have a couple Catherine Center books I want to read. Um, I need to read that book Jess talked about and Keeley talked about and Brianna's talked about. Let's move
0: that to the top of your list.
2: I just feel like it's not the summer vibe and I don't want to like read it where I'm going to give it a bad review because I'm not in like the headspace for it. But I That's do think one. it seems like a really good fall winter type read but i have been wanting to read um part of your world i've been bringing it on my trips and just not having time i've heard that's really good i have it i haven't read it yeah i'll let you know if i read it okay well
1: i read so so when i when we went to florida i read two books i read one italian summer um gave it four stars by rebecca Searle or surly she's the same one that wrote in five years um I liked it a lot. Um there were a few things that like I just felt like were like plot holes a little bit that I just and also just like weren't my preference, so four stars. Um and then I read Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. Um honestly, the, my favorite Colleen Hoover book I've read. I've only read 3. Mm. And I like the other two were mm good they were fine I think I would rate them lower if I read them today but this one was five stars um it was a like um friends with benefits situation with brother's best friend mm-hmm. um but it, like it made me cry like it was good um yeah like I said, my best five friend's stars. brother is
0: the one for me yeah but opposite
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah five stars I really liked it um it is about the guy the main guy's a pilot and the main girl's a nurse fun fact actually there's a lot of pilots because like her brother's a pilot and all his friends are pilots too um and then I started like at the very end of our va- va- uh, words at the very end of our vacation I started Malibu Rising but then I didn't get to finish it because I went straight to church camp so I didn't finished reading it until we were on the cruise um and five stars i Ooh, really, know. really really liked it yeah. um for reference for the people that are listening and also you guys um seven husbands was a five star daisy jones was a four and this was a five
3: Ooh, okay, okay maybe i should pick it back up
1: so mm-hmm. i i really really liked it i'm Think I maybe like this one more than Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, but it's also been a while since I read that book. So highly, highly recommend. I also just loved like the main characters, the siblings. So fun fact. And then right, I just finished Writers and Lovers yesterday, but I went ahead and started Love Theoretically by Allie Hazelwood. And I'm obsessed mm. so far. I'm loving it. I've already laughed out loud. Okay. For sure once, maybe twice. <laughs> So
2: Have you read *Loath to Love You yet by her?
1: No, I've only read okay. The Love Hypothesis and then, yeah, starting this one, but yeah. Okay. Love
0: cool. it. So, yeah. Cool. So, I finished Golden Girl by Ellen Hildebrand. Really enjoyed it. Four stars. Wasn't a perfect book, but I really enjoyed it. I promptly recommended it to my coworker who read it and gave it five. So, if you're an Ellen Gurley, this is a good one. Um, I then read The Lost Apothecary by Sarah Penner. You guys do not read it. Two oh, stars. Dang. It wasn't yeah, Allie, good. Don't you have
2: that? I already have it. Ugh.
0: Okay, honestly, Allie, read it. Just so that for, like, you can tell me if for comparison. it was a me problem. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was so boring. There were parts of it that i thought were interesting but i didn't get enough of that so i'll be i will be interested to see if you like it
2: i was planning on waiting till october cuz it felt a little spooky i like refuse to read certain books in certain months is this a halloween type vibe or no okay cool then i can I would, read it
0: then i would say no it's not it's not spooky it's like okay it yeah. might it, it's probably a fall vibe mhm um but I don't think it's...
2: It's not like you read this in October to get you ready for Halloween vibe. No,
0: no, okay, not cool. at all. Not at I all. I don't know why
2: I got that vibe, but I don't read synopsis. It's
0: I mean, synopsis. it's kind of fair. Like, it's based on an apothecary <laughs> in the 1800s, so... A witch! <laughs> no, it's... No, yeah. Yeah, it's really not. Okay, I'm like, okay. So then I read The Club by Ellery Lloyd. Um, Five stars, you guys. Pretty interesting. And I think the reason I gave it five stars instead of just four was because I really think they should turn it into a movie. It was kind of like all these rich people are on an island together and someone dies but like it's not really a mystery to figure out how they died because it's like the guy well it's oh my gosh it would be so hard for me to try to describe the plot but sounds like glass good, onion <laughs> kind of kind of the right vibe but not the same plot because it's like the main guy who owns this like exclusive luxury hotel chain members only for celebrities Mm-hmm. And he's opening one on an island. So in like the very first chapter, some it's from somebody's POV, and they are like driving themselves to their death in like the water. They like drown. Um, and then like it goes back in time to like setting up for everyone coming. You go through different oh, POVs cool. of like the staff, um, the Was owners. It by? brother by ellery lloyd mm. yeah it was pretty good and i really think you guys i really think it would be a, a good movie similar yeah. to glass onion um what's the first one called
2: knives out knives, knives
0: out. out like murder on the orient express like you know I similar like in like there's a lot of characters and you're trying to figure out what are their ulterior motives so mm-hmm really enjoyed it and then i started reading another book called finley well what's it called um finley donovan is killing it by l cosimano Cosimano. um i haven't really formed an opinion yet on it so more on that next time so speaking of next time our next book is ali's pick We will be announcing it on Instagram on August 1st at pros over bros underscore. And on August 25th, the last Friday in August, the podcast is going to go live on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, pros over bros. Um, Follow us everywhere. Goodreads, Insta, The Talk. (laughs) <laughs> and DM us any book recs because we might pick them and we might roast them to their core, mm-hmm. <laughs> or we might love them. True. Yeah. Depending on what you pick, we so, are excited
2: for our listener recs. We have a couple in our like do not yeah. read section because we're planning yeah. on using them, and there's some really good ones that we're excited about. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah. we love we love recommendations. we well, is our second read that we. Readers what'd you say yeah and honestly I am the recommend the I am I am the picker for the listeners <laughs> because the last book I picked was also a listener wreck yeah and this one's a listener wreck so mm-hmm. basically I don't form my own opinions all right anyway <laughs> hope everybody has such a great month read along with us and we'll see you next time cheers love you guys cheers. Cheers. Cheers.